Hello, welcome to Creepypasta, the Creepypasta podcast. I'm Jeff Kowalski, I host the show. Last week, you may have heard me challenge Miss, uh, YouTube Creepypasta reader Mr. Creepypasta to a wrestling match. Uh, I'm here to say that uh, we uh, set up the match, and I'm sorry, but he was being lowered into the ring, uh, and his rigging broke, uh, and he landed fine, but uh, broke both of his legs. He'll just, never creepy podsta again. Yeah, they snapped right off. <laughs> uh, I I still pinned him and still won uh, before they took him away to the hospital and cut the camera feed. So <laughs> I'm definitely the winner. It's me. Uh, I don't know. This is a weird tangent. Anyway, edit your episodes better. <laughs> uh, that's that's my message in these two is. Well, I didn't. I didn't have to listen to Whimsy Wood. I, no, I did listen to Whimsy Wood, but someone else read it. It wasn't Mister Creepypasta. It was Noel G. Reads, I think. There were even more mistakes that just like didn't delete. Just like, oh, uh, messed up this sentence is going to start it again. You just roll right through it. Yeah, it would take like five seconds to just go delete that little that little like two seconds of audio where you messed up and it would be fine anyway Jeff, if you uh, keep if you keep calling people if you keep calling youtube narrators out someone is gonna call you out and be like why don't you narrate a story if you think it's so easy mr creepy pods that and well, then, actually, yeah. if you would like to hear me narrating uh, pastas, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash jeffjk and pledge $1 a month. I just posted my third story. Uh, I'm going to post another one tonight or tomorrow to complete my July stories. Uh, I do two a month every month and one written story. Uh, that's $1 or more per month. Anyway, on this episode, I have returning guests, Brittany Miller. Hello. And Judd Matarang. Hi there. And before we get to our, our story, an ad. It's Life Mark, a made-for-TV podcast. Each week, two friends plus occasional guests watch the best and worst made-for-TV movies that Lifetime and the Hallmark Network have to offer. These movies have it all. Bad boyfriends, adopted babies, crimes of passion, women who own gluten-free bakeries. Watch along with us and subscribe to Life Mark on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Welcome back. Uh, this this story we have this week is called Whimsy Wood. It was suggested by uh, someone on Twitter. And uh, Judd, why don't you tell us what this one's about? Yeah, so um, Whimsy Wood is about uh, a kid whose family is taking him on a torturous car ride to uh, Arizona. And along the way... The kid sees an advertisement for this place called Whimsywood, um, and it's got <clears throat> it's got a picture of a unicorn on it. And then uh, you know he's like, "Oh, can I go? Can I go to Whimsywood?" And the parents are like, mm, "I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, maybe I guess." Um, and then they see uh, a second billboard, uh, and then there's a like a wooden sign on it and some red letters and it says it's open um and then finally they see a, a third sign and then it seems kind of decrepit a little bit and uh it's got all these signs about games and 
all this stuff. So they, they end up going into Whimsywood and uh, it, it's, I guess it's a little, I don't know, like a little macabre. There's like a, a game, there's a game where the, it's supposed to be like centipede, I think, but it's like uh, skull and, is it skull and crossbows? I think it's called. Um, oh, and then, spooky! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was a bunch of uh, arcade cabinets and, and signs and stuff. Uh, and it had some really uh, <laughs> dated uh, messages like fun, groovy, and tubular. And then also, uh, quote, one that sticks in my mind just confusingly read, superpower. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty much uh, like you'd expect. Does it? The story doesn't specify where Whimsywood is at all, does it? It's always just twenty-five miles away. <laughs> no matter yeah. what direction you're driving to or from, <laughs> the sign is always twenty-five miles away. Yeah, but, it could um, be. It could be pretty much anywhere because it's just between New York and Arizona. <laughs> right. Whimsywood, USA. I guess the most likely candidate is Texas. That's probably the longest stretch of road they had uh, right. af- after several days of driving. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, and it, they just went to a couple of uh, attractions. There was uh, a lady who is a big lady who is dressed like a unicorn. Um, and, and I think that's when things started to get a little bit weird because the dad was like, here's the boy. Yeah, because she's like a weird, smelly old lady, uh, but the parents just seem to think that she's a normal mascot. Right. And uh, then he goes to a creepy uh, petting zoo where uh, this guy's like, hey, come here, kid. And he kicks some hay over and he's like, you like that dead chicken head? (laughs) Dead chicken head, isn't chicken. (laughs) Check out out all these maggots just crawling out of it. You like that? And then uh, uh, (laughs) I think he gets on that uh, lumberjack ride. uh, Lumberjack's timber tunnel. Uh, yeah, for all you'd expect this it. to be a log flume, but no, it's a it's a dar- <laughs> it's a tunnel a tunnel dark ride. So because Judd is good at this, you have to do this. They said that he it was said in a passable, goofy impression mixed with the hype style of an ad for a monster truck rally. Why don't you try? This? Oh, that that uh, hurry to love. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry to lumberjacks. Timber turtle. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Yeah, that's just like a lumberjack. <laughs> exactly. Goofy slash monster truck rally man. So, um, <laughs> how do you how do you follow that up? Um, so they get on the timber tunnel ride, and uh, I'm assuming that it's like uh, you ever watch Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, and he takes them into that tunnel. And then, you know, he starts reciting poetry and then the tunnel gets all, uh, drug trippy. That's how I, that's how I imagine it going, basically. Um, Yeah, it's like that, but much more mundane spooky in the story. Yeah, it's just a, a bunch of kids disappearing off the ride and then he gets out of the ride and, and everyone else treats him like nothing weird or bad happened. Well, there's nobody yeah. there. And there's it's just his parents. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. The other kids disappeared, too, right? Everybody is gone. Weren't there other parents, too? There were other parents. Yeah, the other parents else. were leaving without their kids. Oh, leaving without their kids. Oh, okay. Which his yeah. parents were trying to do, but then he caught up. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, we have a kid. Yeah, so I guess this place kind of... <laughs> I don't know, you, like, pay the toll? You, like, leave a child there and then <laughs> I think they somehow going? do some creepy thing to the parents where they wipe their memory, make them forget that they ever had kids. It's the roller coaster. And I don't then, know how this kid survived the roller coaster, though. Yeah, they, they didn't really yeah. say why this kid is special enough that when he got off, he was like, Mom and Dad, you can hear me, and then... And then he reunites with his family. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like a very inefficient haunted amusement park. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I, uh... I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. Uh, they, but they see they see it on the on the way back. They pass uh, billboards, uh, and the mom is like, "Hey, you want to stop there?" And he says, uh, "Much to her surprise, I declined." Right. And this story is by someone called Slime Beast, <laughs> who I think has a whole uh, a whole website of of stories. I'm trying to click on the link now, but it's taken oh, there it is. for dang ever. Yeah. It says, uh, please note this page is no longer updated due to size. Instead, please check the Slimy Stories board for new stories <laughs> as they're posted. Oh, is and Slime then- Beast the person who wrote Abandoned for Dis- from by Disney also? Because that's, uh, that's on this website. What is up with this guy in amusement parks? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is the same author as Abandoned by Disney. Uh, this I think he story... had a terrible experience. Yeah, he probably got party. left behind him. by his parents at <laughs> Disneyland. And that's why, I mean, Whimsy would, that just sounds like a knockoff Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah, it's, uh... Not really. <laughs> I, I think this is a much more effective story than Abandoned by Disney, awesome. even though it's more obviously fictional, because... Uh, I hate people who leave for the very start of the match. I get kicked, you fuckwad. Oh, my computer's making noise, and I don't want it to be doing that. Alright, so who wants to... Um, I guess I'll just close the tab with the story, because that's the one that's making the sound. It started playing like a YouTube video or an ad or something. Ooh, on next week's podcast. I heard some guy, yeah, some guy was like, oh yeah, dude, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I thought my uh, headphones had come unplugged and I was hearing you guys talking, but no, just Slime Beast's website was like, hey, I'm going to start playing this Let's Play of a video game just for you. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, but I I don't know. I don't know for (laughs) certain. Anyway, this this story was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad as far as stories the stories go. There we've we've read worse ones. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed by the restraint uh, the story showed, especially now knowing it's by Abandoned by Disney guy, because that story is, like, creepy enough when the narrator goes and sees this abandoned uh, Mowgli's Palace Disney Park, uh, and then um, goes into the, like, employees-only area and sees, like, uh, creepy stuff, like, as if everyone, like, everyone left the costumes and, like, the doors locked from the inside. 
But then it just takes this hard left turn into cartoonish, like, way over-the-top spookiness, where, um, like, a skull falls out of one of the mascot costumes, and then another mascot costume comes to life, and it's a photo-negative Mickey, uh, and it starts, ble- <laughs> it starts bleeding yellow blood and saying creepy things, and it's like, alright, lay off. Oh my. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, this story is just like, the main character is a kid, so maybe he misremembered it. And nothing explicitly supernatural happens, which is also, I think, a good, uh, that's a, a good thing in, in a story like this. Like, right. the type of story where it's like, this weird thing happened to me. I think you gotta avoid being like, and then I definitely saw a for real monster. Like, <laughs> you didn't. You can't have, because they ain't real. Yes. Yeah. And even though he was on this creepy coaster and he started to see the decorations and the animatronics, um, like murdering people, not real people, but I think it was like murdering animatronic people. It was tiny lumberjacks <laughs> hacking away at tiny people. Right. Even though he saw all of those creepy things and then the roller coaster was going really fast, I'm pretty sure he got kicked in the jaw by a child who was thrown out of the roller coaster. <laughs> at the end, his mom, because she doesn't remember anything about Whimsywood, tried to convince him, oh, it was all a dream. What mm. are you talking about? That place isn't real. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, this is another, it's like a weird sort of, I don't, I don't get it. He was like, yeah, we were just talking about Whimsywood, and then ten seconds later she was like, you dreamed that, it wasn't real. Like, mm, that strikes me as a bit odd, but, uh, and, like, with no resolution to it, but, uh, I guess it's fine, because it's not like, he didn't get taken by Whimsywood or anything. It's just a I mean, is thing it- that happened once. Is it supposed to be like uh, once you leave the the grounds, you know, maybe you you you're not under its influence anymore or something like that? Like it it affects the parents in a certain way, it kind of screws with their memory, and then as soon as they leave, they're like, "Oh, what? What are you talking about? We didn't talk about what? You just dreamed that, you know?" Yeah, like, uh, I guess being in I the guess- vicinity. <laughs> Yeah, I guess whatever about it kind of just erases their memory, or the main character just uh, imagined all of it because he was a little kid. That <laughs> like yeah, he, I, he fell he fell asleep in the car and had a spooky dream about this place. That's true. He did say that he read all of the comics his mom gave him before they went on the trip. Right. So, or maybe it could be one of the, one of those uh, situations where. He just had a bad experience at a regular theme park, but over the years, he's been making the story worse and worse, and then now he's telling the story, and it was like, yeah, there was a dead chicken, and there was, like, you know, lumberjacks hacking away. It's like, no, he was probably just on the Small World ride, and then he got freaked out by the tunnel and, like, the darkness. (laughs) and the the, Yeah, all the the singing and whatever, and he just, like, misinterpreted everything. And kind of made it out to be worse than it actually was. Yeah, I think that uh, that's a a likely sort of explanation for the story. Uh, I wish that I don't generally like to get into uh, fan theories. If you can hear the air quotes there, because mm-hmm. it it like that kind of thing talks about the just by calling it a theory, you're sort of um, implying that you've deduced the author's intent. Um, and I'm not 
sure what the author intended, but I wish that there had been some options presented in the story. Like, did I imagine it, or yes. was it real? But instead, at the end, he's like, I know it was real, and my parents refused to tell me that it was real. Yeah, it seems a, a little lazy. Like, he yeah, could have made some ambiguous yet definitive options if that if that makes any sense yeah yeah yeah. it's just like uh i don't know what happened it could have been that it was real or it could have been that it was a dream or it could have been that i'm misremembering another incident but instead he's just like i know for sure it was real it definitely happened i'm right everyone else is wrong <laughs> <laughs> much like um, a little kid would say yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh did we 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 liked this story, right? What was your spookiest yeah. parts? Uh I would say probably when he was on the ride and um he saw the little animatronic lumberjacks and then the music was playing but then it started getting sped up. I I don't know about you, but whenever there's like a song that re- like a short kind of tune that repeats and then it starts getting faster and faster, that kind of creeps me out. And, uh, and the animatronic thing, like, you know, we all went to Chuck E. Cheese when we were kids, but I was a little scared of <laughs> going up to the stage because especially when they were like deactivated, you know, and it's like, oh, Chucky's going to go on a break for a little while. And you go up to it and you're like looking at him and you're like, he's going to, you know, I, I think that's, that's how Five Nights at Freddy's was born. Just somebody was yeah, like, Yeah, I was just oh. going to say, we're all spooked <laughs> out by animatronics as evidenced right. by the world's most popular video game, Five Nights at Freddy. Yes. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I, I think something about combining uh, an eerie tune that's playing at a, at a strange speed plus uh, some disturbing animatronics, you know. I, I, I In my head, I could just see them, you know, like hacking away at a little person and all of a sudden the little lumberjack head just like turns to you, you know, and he's like puts his axe up, like, you know. Uh, yeah, and then jump scare, and you have to start the night all over again, <laughs> and yeah. trying to decode what those little eight bit mini games mean. <laughs> talking about again, uh, <laughs> five yeah, nights at Whimsywood. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, it seems this seems like the type of story that would have uh, blown up into like a lot of fan art, and yeah, maybe even a Five Nights at Freddy's style video game adaptation. Uh, especially considering it's by. Uh, abandoned by Disney guy, and that story is like one of the popular creepypastas, even though mm-hmm. it's not not very good. <laughs> uh, Brittany, what was the spookiest part for you? Um, I have two spooky parts. The no, first that's one. Cheating. No, I'm. Kidding. I'm sorry. I'll take. Yeah, <laughs> two. They're equally creepy to me. Um, so when they were driving to Whimsywood and the kids saw all of the like toys and a blanket in the tree and all of these like child things, toys, things like that, that made him think, Oh, kids are around here. That must mean that Whimsywood is open and kids are going here and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then after the ride, um, and he left Whimsywood, the, meaning of all of those rejected toys that were thrown out and like Uh, all over the road and it Mm. means something completely different didn't you say like that hadn't even occurred to me wow didn't you say also um something about like the car that was behind them like uh started throwing out kids stuff Mm -hmm. 
That's what I'm talking oh. about is that's why all those toys are there right, because right. these parents are like, oh, what is this doing here? I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> they out just toss the, it out. Out of the passenger side window came a stuffed rabbit, a juice cup, a coloring book. They're just like, what's all this kid stuff doing here? I don't have kids. And then they litter. Yeah, weird. It's creepy. Yeah, it, it's pretty creepy. Uh, I think my spookiest part is probably the um, the woman shabbily dressed like a unicorn. Uh, she <laughs> just comes up and kind of stares at the kid. And then uh, the kid's like, uh, who was that? And the dad's like, oh, she works here. Couldn't get a word in edgewise. But like, <laughs> there's nothing indicating from the kid's point of view that she works there and she didn't say anything. So I thought that was interesting to have mm. what we see is the kid's interpretation, but then we get a clear indication that the parents are seeing something entirely different. Right. right. The your reality doesn't really jive with someone else's reality and it, are you the one that's wrong or... Yeah, you know what they say, parents just don't understand. <laughs> uh, anyway, I um, I think that's going to do it for this episode probably, right? Yeah. Uh, did you notice, I don't know about yours, but I have a, like, a little advertisement on the right in this story, and it says, don't miss out on a great night's sleep, and then it's advertising mattresses from this place called Sadfa. Uh, which I think is a kind of ironic considering it's a creepy pasta website that's trying to get people to be so scared they can't sleep. And then there's just this ad here that's really bright and happy. It's like, don't miss out on a great night's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that is wonderful yeah, I, marketing. I really like the misplaced ads, especially if it's like a, um, uh, like obviously they just got some keyword but have misinterpreted its usage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I am at a loss for things to say. <laughs> tell the tell the people where they can find you, Brittany. Um, you can find me on Twitter, B Lynn Miller, B L Y N N E M I L L E R. Judd, how about you? And you can find me as always at uh, at Suffolk Static on Twitter. Uh, and I'm, of course, J3FK on Twitter, weaponizedlanguage.com, where you can listen to all my shows. Uh, we're doing the big lead up to the first anniversary, episode 50, Slenderman episode, uh, just in, in, that'll, that'll hit in October. Uh, I think this is gonna be mm, the second week of August, this, or third, no, this is the third week of August, this episode. Uh, so. You should do that episode with every guest you've had at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'll do a parade <laughs> of guests. I was actually looking for I was looking for the creator of Slenderman, but he doesn't seem to have an online presence. Uh, so, uh, if any listeners know how to get in touch with him, let me know. You probably don't, unless you know him personally. But uh, phew, let me know. I guess. It's how do you got, not have got an online presence? He got slendered away. <laughs> oh yeah, he got he got stolen entirely. Um, so that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, the only line I can think of is the one I just said about she works here. Couldn't get a word in edgewise. That's a te that's a terrible ending line. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>